Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. And I'm Travis Blasch. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. But we're not in Legends territory. We're in the entire Berlantiverse territory because it's part two of Crisis on Earth X, the the second crossover that I still say, and I'm sure our guest agrees with me, but we'll get to that in a second. The best of the crossovers, crossovers they've done so far. Um, yeah. And, uh, so Travis, now we mm-hmm. do have the Netflix synopsis, but we've got something even better. <laughs> we have the very, very brief, very shitty synopsis. I think that's a plural synopsis uh, of Crisis on Earth. I'll read you part one. Uh, here's the synopsis from last week. Barry Allen and Iris West's wedding brings the gang together. Then uh, part two is villains from Earth X attack Bill and El- uh, Barry Allen's wedding ceremony, which is not even what happened in this episode. So I don't think that's, <laughs> that's not a- that good a synopsis at all. That was the end of last episode. Anyways. So because this is the big crossover event, that's what we're doing here at Gideon, guys. You heard uh, Kelly T. Nelson join us uh, last week and this week's guest also a podcast crossover, but we pulled him out of retirement. Yeah. Known for, yeah. Yeah, known for t- Titans of Wrestling and then um, This Week in Wrestling and Space City and Worldcast and probably more I can't even list. Mm. He was a podcasting machine until he hung up the boots saying, I got no mores to prove. I got to go put out fires in cars and parking lots because he's a hero. A hero he is. He's my friend and huge, huge Berlantiverse uh, fan. In fact, he got me into these shows, more or less. W- the one and only Pete Schermacher. Yeah. Hey, man, how's it going, everybody? Appreciate you guys having me. Uh, it's I find it ironic, John, that you've now went back to your real name as opposed to Johnny Sorrow, which is <laughs> actually a cartoon actor after a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I switch it around, man. I switch it around. I can or the imagine. cops are after you, one of the two. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Pete, and this is a great way to lead into this part so uh, the listeners can get more of a, an idea of your background and your fandom in comics, but wouldn't Johnny Sorrow be a great villain on a season of Stargirl? Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Stargirl, they just dropped uh, art for the, uh, the Eclipso character today on the internet. Yes, I saw it, and it look. I think it looks dope. I think it looks fantastic. Yeah, mm. ditto. <clears throat> and so, Pete, uh, Star Girl's going into season two now, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, it's going to be on this summer. Yeah. yeah. And it's delightful. It's like you, it's you it's, told me you it's, really enjoy yeah, it. it's fun for the whole family type stuff, wow. and uh, with costumes that look like all the costumes look like they're out of Batman sixty six, but work. It's it's mm-hmm. great. But Pete, um, tell everybody, where did you first get your superhero fandom? How did that start? And then uh, how did it lead into, how did you discover the Berlanti shows? Okay, well, you know, uh, growing up, I'm, I'm a little younger than you, John. So uh, I always like to mention that just in case. Everyone... You always <laughs> like to mention that. You've been mentioning um, that. Since... We all do. You, yeah, you've been, <laughs> you've been mentioning that since 2013. But, you know, I've... Uh, I started out watching like most uh, kids our age, John, uh, the Super Friends on the morning with uh, the Wonder Twins. And before that, it was Wendy and Marvin and the dog. And 
And then it went into comics, and I would collect comics up to, you know, a little out of maybe end of junior high, high school. I got out of it because I started liking girls. Yes, I, and, me too. Exactly. Wrestling, had, too. You know, for, me, yeah. for me, it was comic books and wrestling had to go, go be put on the shelf for a little while. Yeah, comics got cut out completely. Wrestling, I still watched, but it was like, you know, not in front of people type thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, so so I could try to at least try to get laid, uh, pretend <laughs> I was cool. Uh, but yeah, you know, most of the comics I was always a big X Man fan, and being a name Pete, I was always a big Spider Man fan. Uh, I, hmm. For DC, it was it was Batman. When I was growing up, it was I was doing the uh, it was which was confusing because you know I watched sixty you know in reruns to sixty six Batman with Adam West, and I would. I started reading the comics, and by the time I was reading the comics, Robin Dick Grayson was gone. Batman didn't have a Robin, and uh, I was started watching, not watching, but reading uh, the Jason Todd, uh, whatever, whatever that, version is now. Yeah, yeah, which was before that, but it was when he been so eventually he became Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was the different uh, origin than what they tell nowadays. Right, it was right. when. Uh, he was facing Quiltman or uh, some, I forget who it was. It was his second, it was his, like his major thing. His first one, though, he was he, uh, I know, he exactly. the Robin costume to save Batman from Joker. And then, uh, then Nightwing rolled out of that and all that stuff. Right. right. I, know, I know you're not thinking of it, wasn't uh, that right? It was Crazy Quilt. There we go. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And then I was got into the X Men. And then I remember, uh, getting into x factor because i was an x-man fan so i wanted to uh see uh see the original x-men back together type of stuff and that Mm. just really didn't take off uh, as well as they were expecting Hmm. so how did you discover these tv shows because you were a fan before i was because what i neglected to say when i listed all those podcasts pete did i did almost all of them with him Uh, before before we continue there i just want to say if you guys are going to google crazy quilt Make sure you put supervillain after crazy quilt because otherwise you're just going to get some crazy quilts. <laughs> <laughs> but I see him now. There he is. Wow, good looking guy. Yeah, colorful. He, he, no, he's he, his costume is his, the motif of his costume is fruity pebbles. Ha! Hilarious. Yeah, and so uh, how I got into it was I, uh, I mean, I, growing up, I was a Star Wars. Like I remember as a kid. I mean, I'm, I mean, I shit you not. I must have seen the original Star Wars movie in the theater three straight months with my father. Hmm. Uh, it would take me and my brother, and uh, we'd go like every Friday and Saturday uh, to the theater. I mean, it was uh, God bless my father. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Bad. And then before the action figures, I have, I would cut like the Star Wars people out of the magazine and I, I uh, tape them or, glue them to like popsicle sticks and i'd have my pretend star wars action figures <laughs> and so i was always into sci-fi so growing up you're always looking for the stuff you're like you know i got to star trek i got into uh, uh the mini old mini series v that was on oh, TV. V. I love <laughs> that and I, and I, pete people don't remember for me yeah people don't remember how huge v was everybody mm-hmm. watched v and the second one was awesome and then the tv show pfft, stunk yeah but, well the tv show was good for the first like six episodes and then it fell yeah. off the cliff pretty yeah. fast yeah 
But, but um, Ed, everyone was talking about V, man. That was so yeah. Cute. Yeah, oh. I mean, it was pre Freddy Krueger with the guy, uh, Robert Englund. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Michael I was, Ironside I was, just was in the enough. second one. Yeah, I was just young enough to have like nightmares from V. Yeah, that scared with that rat. I mean, the big mice that <laughs> Diana who was smoking hot, and then you yeah. mm-hmm. you felt weird because you knew that she was a. <laughs> I didn't feel weird. Funny watching her. I didn't feel weird at all. I didn't feel that that was the beginning of a very specific fetish for yeah. That started. That was probably created a lot of bestiality for people. Um, And so you know, science fiction. You always you always trying to find that, and you always wanted, and you got into the superhero movies like the Batman's and the the Superman. So I was always looking for something, and then you know, finally they did it, and I thought. I got it. You know, I watched Smallville. I wasn't a big fan of it, but I yeah, enjoyed it, was, it. Yeah, it was for fine. what it was. It was fine. Yeah, for what it was. But then when they came out with Arrow, I was like, man. I mean, I, I mean, trust me, these shows are not perfect by any mm-hmm. stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but to get escape for a week, um, for an hour a day out of, out of your week, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like a it's just fun because i mean there's so many easter eggs and mm-hmm. and i think that for the i think for the cw they've done a really good job honestly of, of casting of the of the main heroes and stuff yeah. uh i thought Stephen amal was a really good arrow i thought uh grant gustin's a good flash i enjoy melissa benoit or however you say her last name supergirl i'm loving what they're doing with uh superman right now with tyler hecklin uh mm-hmm. Black Lightning was done well. I mean, so these guys are, they've all done pretty well. And then within the budget of what they can do, I think they've done a pretty interesting job of what they've done. Is it, is it like, is it Game of Thrones or is it like uh, you said last week, Travis, is this uh, the Mandalorian? No, not even mm-hmm. on that level, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. And, mm-hmm. and also not being a super, I mean, I, 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 I Compared to a normal person on the street, I would say I'd be a hardcore uh, superhero guy. But it, I'm not. I don't get offended too easy by people making changes. So uh, yeah, me neither. I, uh, me neither. It, I, so everything they change, like oh my gosh, the West are African American now. It, who cares? It doesn't yeah. doesn't affect me whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> as long as the story, as long as they're telling me good stories, I I, I get behind. And sometimes they go uh, to go try to go a little too big, but. For the most part, I think they do 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 well enough on their on the budget of what they have and and what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no- I noticed that he listed all of the shows except Legends of Tomorrow because he hates fucking. <laughs> I don't hate it. It's but it's my least favorite of them all. Uh, oh, interesting, interesting. Because I'm I, I I like my superheroes to have be a little tongue in cheek humor. That's mm-hmm. more a little bit over more. Uh, I don't know. It's like in wrestling nowadays. There's meme wrestling. I think Legends of Tomorrow's is your is your uh, meme wrestling. Uh, I look at it like thing. this. I look hmm. at it like this. I were you a fan of the Giffen Demetrius Funny Justice League comic from that went from the '80s into the '90s? Did you ever read any of those? I, I mean, I, I can tell you, I like Booster Gold out of it. Yeah, but it, it's the same. I think Legends has the same tone as that. This silly shit that exists within this serious universe. Oh, and it has a spot on television. I mean, it fits perfectly because you need it. I mean, but but a lot of the shows are so light now uh, after with Arrow being off because that was, was the darkest of them all. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, but it's, Legends, is it's, it's good tongue-in-cheek 
what I mean, it's 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 more. I think it's more of a comedy than a superhero. Show. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's complete. It's become a complete comedy. But yeah, one last thing, because you had asked if you could talk about that. You brought it up brief uh, briefly there. The new Superman and Lois show. What do you think? I'm loving it. Uh, uh, I it's shot. I mean, you like Travis. You it guys looks, were talking last yeah. week on the show about looking professional yeah that thing yeah, it, looks professional yeah it uh, looks like a step up it looks like a step up yeah it looks yeah, from what i've time. seen how many episodes have has there been so far three so tonight will be episode four i believe oh yeah, yeah. tonight yeah so we're recording on tuesday spoiler I'm curious. Yeah. yeah i'm curious uh, but more than i would have been i think if i hadn't watched any of this i'd be more curious about that than i would have about anything up to date you know what I mean? Yeah, very fair. It's, I mean, he's the most it, iconic character. Him and Batman are the big two with Wonder Woman, of course, being the yeah, third. And it just stands out in that it's it's because uh, like there's a layer of cheese to to what we're going to be talking about here shortly. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, and but but it wears it uh, well. It looks like a, like a nice Gouda kind of thing as opposed to, uh, <laughs> you know, what we're, you know, shaken out of a uh, craft dinner package. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not your it's not the damp cheese, powder cheese on the mac and cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah. It uh, which, which can it, be very shot, tasty. <laughs> shot professionally. It it uh it feels like an HBO show. A mm -hmm. shot. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it really does. I'm and I say, and I say, and I can never pronounce it. You, you pronounced it correctly, Pete. But Tyler, what's his? Hecklin. Tyler, he Tyler Hecklin is my favorite Superman since Christopher Reeve. I That's think strong. he's, I think he's outstanding. I'm not counting Tim Daly on the cartoon. I loved him, right. but that doesn't count. But mm -hmm. he's, I think he's the best. I mean, he he just embodies Clark Kent so fucking perfectly. Yeah, he's oh. spot on. I I mean, I'm enjoying Lois. I think she's fantastic yep. in it. Even though I've heard people have a lot of people have critiques of her. I'm like, how she's? I don't get it. Well, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, Pete. Pete, you've listened. You listened to the last episode of this uh, to get a feel for the show, which I appreciate. Yeah. That's professionalism. I like uh, podcasters out there. The man's been retired for months. And uh, he, he, he did that. Um, you've heard the IMDb curious bit. You know why people are criticizing Lois. Okay, it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty vicious to her, are they? Yeah, she's, uh, she's done well. I mean, I like what they're doing. I mean, we have, it looks like they're doing like, you know, an alternate reality with, with uh, General Luther. Yeah. Uh, hmm. We have, they showed him as with the black Superman outfit as evil Superman on this dimension. Uh, so they're showing a lot of neat stuff like that. Yeah. And then I mean, with the name being Superman and Lois, Lois has a strong character arc going with her own story. So uh, I really like the character, the actor they cast as Morgan Edge because he has a sinister to him. Like the other one on Supergirl really didn't have that sinisterness to him. Yeah, uh, but you could explain what Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yes, you exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh and I'm liking, I'm liking, you know, I'm, I'm liking that he's back in Smallville. They have a reason for him being there. Uh, I like the kids. I like, I like I the kids I, too. I thought I, I thought I was going to hate the kids because I thought the relationship was going to be, he's the nerd kid and he's yeah. the jock older brother who's a douchebag. And no, he's their loving brothers. Hmm. And yep. it's, it's so refreshing to see something like that. Uh, it, it flipped your expectations. I think it's outstanding. Yeah, and then and, and how they present Superman. I like how they really 
Because, like, you will be be fair, and these other ones have kind of made them secondary to Supergirl and understanding, well, Supergirl was where their money was. Now that Superman is back and, and as, a, as a lead, they're really, really kind of rehabilitating him. And you you almost, you understand it's kind of like his godlike powers. Like, you don't really understand until you actually see it on the show. Like, uh, they went over an episode with his super hearing and which was just mind blowing on all the, everything he can hear and stuff and how he mm-hmm. explains things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think it's, it's well worth your time. It, it feels like an HBO show shot, like an HBO show feels like an HBO show. There's of course, there's going to be a little bit of that CW, you know, angst that you, you're going to get because it's on right. the CW. What about but, man, So like we've talked about the actors being, being good and, and like, I wanted to get to this eventually. Like uh, the uh, the acting is is good in these shows for the most part, and, and yes. at times great. Does it like as good as as well as the acting is, and as much as you guys are liking the kids, does it have that level of like top tier, um, like future? Like you see you see big things from cast in the future, like after this is said and done, because. <clears throat> Like I've said that with, I said that with, who's our guy? Nick Zano. I think I see uh-huh. a future from him. And I think I see something from Katie Lott. She's got a knit factor. But beyond yes. that, I still see these. Uh, I, I was going to hold off on this, but you guys, I don't like Stephen Amell as an actor. I don't like him, as a, especially playing a bad guy. I really don't like him playing a bad guy. And that's as my, when I talked about WandaVision not being instantly accessible, the acting is so much better on that show from top to bottom. Of course, well, you also got to think it's not shot in Vancouver either. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. That's part of it. That's totally it, right? Yeah. Um, and, and they just don't have a ton of fucking cash yeah. to, to, uh, to just throw at um, these like accomplished actors, right? Exactly, that, yeah. Uh, so hey, but I, like are I you said, feeling I that are you feeling that in Superman yet? Are you feeling that level of performance from these guys? It, I see a future in many CBS cop-ish shows uh, for these kids in the future. That's what I okay. see for all these people. Okay, you know? okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're ever going to be mega, okay. mega stars. I think this will be their peak type of thing. Yeah. Uh, which I think for the most part, I think, I mean, Nick Zano, he's been around, actually, I know, man. I know. I don't, see, I don't pictures, see him breaking but... out. I think you're, you're on a winging yeah. a prayer on that one. Well, Maybe. It's, it's I don't funny. know. He just it, has a, a He does have a, he has a charm about him. Yeah, he has a leading man he, charm, but right. I don't know yeah. if it's he funny has the chops to do it. Pete, hmm. It's funny that you mentioned that because with all the deep dives I've done for this show, I never really did a deep dive on Nick Zano, but I'd love to do a deep dive on Nick Zano. That hair. Oh, yeah. But... um. But when I, I did recently, I I came I saw that I'm like, this guy's been around. I Holy found shit. a picture with Breck and Meyer, I think, didn't we, or something close <laughs> to it? Pretty much. I know he was on he was on that um, Minority Report TV spinoff show. I mean, it was, oh yeah, it was, yeah, he was, he was, on, he that. was on that. What's her mm-hmm. name? Uh, the the young lady, the Amanda Bynes uh, show. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's As right. When he's young, yeah. And he was on the two broke girls show for a bit and stuff. Right, there's right. Tons of yeah. stuff I never watched. And and one and one of the many 90210 spinoffs. Yeah, I think that if if the boy if the glass ceiling is is Boreanis, I can see him shattering it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. eventually, eventually, that's true. That's true. I can see that as well. Yeah. 
All right, so let's get this fucking episode. So we start out in Star Labs, and the last time... Wait, actually, uh, here's something okay. interesting, though, first, before we get into it, I'm sorry, Go is ahead. we're talking, it's ironic that you we're actually doing Earth-X, because I remember when Earth-X first came out, uh, Johnny and I liked it better than the original Justice League movie, hmm. and now, on Thursday, uh, the funny. Snyder Cut's dropping. That is funny. Oh, yeah. That's you know, and this, and this one, that Snyder Cut's four hours, so you can actually get a real fair comparison I guess minus so, the right? budget wise, you know, right, if you really right. can't. Uh, I still predict. Look, it, all I predict is it's going to be four hours longer of a movie I didn't like in the first place. Yeah, that's all I think is going to happen. I've heard. I saw one one thing. Is it better? Yeah. Is it a good movie now? No. <laughs> yeah, you know when you when you still don't have the freaking base of the house, is the house yeah. going to look great? Is the yeah, house exactly. going to fall apart? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dark Side. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Fine. You know, I, but yeah, I remember that me and Pete uh, waved that flag of like, you know what? The movies with all their big budgets and their bullshits and their shitty fucking asshole directors and this, that, and the other shitting all over. But these TV shows with their limited budget embrace what makes DC fun and great. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just did their, the TV uh, branch just did this huge four hour event that warts and all cheesiness and all fucking works and it's great Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to get back on 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 an acting note though travis uh you're the the man victor garber probably is probably the best actor on all the shows um well well but he hasn't been good in legends i don't think he he hasn't usually been okay yeah probably because he knows he was slumming that's what (laughs) i've been saying that's what i've been saying we've come to that We've come to that conclusion. He yeah. he was slumming it. He knew he Yeah. He, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, but we're about to say goodbye to Professor Stein. It's coming yeah. up soon. Yeah. Uh, but we're in Star Labs and we find out that uh, Nazi Prometheus is Tommy Merlin, who I'll give you the brief rundown. Uh, actually, Pete, you give the brief rundown of who, t- d- d- tell everyone who Tommy Merlin is. Okay, well, originally he was presented on Arrow season, first episode of Arrow, and he was on the whole first season. Um, he was Oliver's best friend. They're, you know, thicker than thieves, you know, best buddies, womanizing guys. Um, and then uh, at time, then uh, <laughs> uh, t- he dies. Uh, then he dies. It's- he dies at the end of the season. Then he came back and. I think season two in a flashback when Al, uh, Oliver was uh, in China or yeah. Japan oh, or one of dives. them. The deep dives. I just had to think he was his best friend who died and his and his dad is Malcolm Merlin. I mean, yeah. I figured out he was his best friend who died. I just, I, 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 that makes sense. It would be the first uh, season arc too. Yeah, yeah. And then, but he's also ends up becomes Thea becomes his stepsister, which is Oliver's sister, blood sister and becomes his yeah. second. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, and uh that's another reason that's another reason why pete loves these shows guys and gals because he also is a fan and i am not shitting on it because i am too he's a soap opera guy yeah he that was a pure soap opera story he he was just relating this is true love it what's your favorite one it's day is it days it used to be days growing up in the 80s it was days of our lives in general hospital now it's just general hospital is what i watch mm. i don't watch any of the other ones but i remember in high school and you, uh, picture me i was a, i was a football player basketball player i was a jock 
So people would not know I was a soap opera person because I was not like something I wore on my sleeve, again, trying to get laid. Um, it could have worked. That could have worked. But I just remember there's this, this mean girl in, a, in our speech class and she was talking about it. And I go, I know more about it than you. Uh, and, uh, 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 and all my <laughs> friends like, yeah, he does. It's just talking shit to this girl. And she Let started me tell you me. about Patch. Yeah. And she started quizzing me. and I knew all the answers. And I'm like, let me fire some trivia at you. And I then I stumped her. Oh, you maniac. What's See the name that of mean girl? Because I was going to I was going to I was going to make a day's reference, I think, today. What's the name of uh, Marlena's husband? Well, well it depends. Or, it was, uh, <laughs> or guy with longer, longer hair. He was on there for a long time. Jack, John, John Black. There's John Black. John Black. Black. Yes, right yes. Now. Yeah, there's John. John there was oh, Roman. There was fake Roman. This, this voice. Yeah. Yes, that's okay, John this, Black. What are we going to do about that? I I. I've never liked that uh, uh, style of acting. And, and yeah, it, no. it pops up was... every once in a while. Dude, we see it in this episode. We see that John Black style of acting. Yeah, he's uh, a former a former hockey player, I believe. Or no, baseball he? player, baseball oh, player. That would have been yeah, good. and became got into acting. Uh, hey, awesome. so Mick, Mick thinks, is saying that, well, maybe he's a, a crony, and or, but that's anachronism, whatever. And they, it's basically an excuse for the legend, Sarah, to explain that the legends have been uh, going after anachronisms their season. So they get in a little reference to what's going on on legends, even though that's not what it is. And uh, they're talking about the wedding and they're trying, they're, they're just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Where, where could these Nazis possibly be from? And they f- somehow get to the conclusion they must be from another earth. And-, and you know, here, I don't know if you guys have paid attention to the scene, because it really could have been really boring. It was like, hey, they're from Earth X. It's the Earth that no one rec- recognizes because it's all Nazis. Mm-hmm. But they did a good job with it because they try to keep it exciting. Because a lot of directors would like, okay, this is just gonna be some an exposition scene, right? Right. But they try to make it exciting by having the by doing the circle circular yeah, cam yeah, I mean, or whatever, yeah. and trying to get everybody to say something to keep it popping. Yeah, and yeah. keeping it moving so it wasn't such stilted, and they made, didn't make the dialogue. So they did a good job yeah. with uh, just an exposition scene. But you made it; they made it seem like it was important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mentioned the 52 that, they mentioned 52 worlds right yes so has that this is the 53rd one that no one talks about yeah, yeah. so has 52 has because i know that uh, mm-hmm. known for all the universes have there been 52 universes for a long time i also know the number 52 didn't start up okay. like i started reading that story like what was that like 14 or 15 years yeah, ago i'll, I'll take this up? one I'll, I'll take this one yeah it's definitely up your alley joe <laughs> uh, <I'll- laughs> The 52 thing, to me, is relatively new uh, mm-hmm. in D- DC mythos of how that got to be the 50. 50- I don't even remember when that came into fruition, but when I was growing up, it was infinite fucking Earths. Then there weren't any infinite Earths. Right. And now there's 52, and I can't remember. Oh, it's because there's 52 weeks in a year. Mm-hmm. They had the, and I remember the when that series and, yeah. came out. When that series came like, out, yeah. I remember, I think I told you the story. I, I made a conscious effort. I'm like, okay, I want to learn more about the like the tertiary characters of the DCU. 
universe and like what what's their ins and outs and stuff and there's like a really good story on black adam i can remember but it was mm -hmm. mixed in with so much uh everything it was a real slog i remember getting yeah, through it but i'm like i'm gonna stick with this i want to see how this thing wraps up and it got to 52 and it's like and now we're going back to zero and <laughs> started counting down I'm like fuck <laughs> you yeah. i'm done i was done i was done yeah i i had already been done by with dc at that point yeah then it was like and now there's uh, we're reinventing the universe and doing another crisis and we're rebooting everything again and again it's the flashpoint thing and i'm like uh, I, I, original yeah, continuity the, was, the original continuity was, was fine huh? what are you doing but, around the last time that i was uh, buying weekly comic books in my life yeah so the last time we saw this group chat spin uh, last episode, we got the, um, you know, make uh, American Aryan again remark that right. uh, pissed off the quote unquote viewers of Supergirl. Uh, this one, they, they, they tone it down a little bit because uh, Wells explains that the Nazis developed a bomb first and uh, after they won other countries with sympathetic presidents and they look kind of right down the barrel. <laughs> and felicity uh, is sick and prime leaves. ministers they said too private yeah but it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that one wasn't as on the nose but no no it was a little more okay <laughs> and felicity sickened and runs away because she's jewish and flash uh saying well we can figure this out we have tons of smart people and rory why are you gonna be mean flash come on <laughs> he, he just knows that that's what you do that's what everybody does. You call, him fat, call him fat next. Yeah, yeah. drunk. <laughs> you you fat, fucking loser. Fat, fat, drunk, and stupid is not a way to go through life. Yeah. <laughs> and a former criminal. Oh, did we also forgot you're a former criminal? Sorry, we left that yeah. out. <laughs> oh, and pyromaniac. Yeah. Pyromaniac is killed well. his family, killed his parents. Over here, you guys. Alive. real cool dude. <laughs> Anyways, so he's part of the team too, I guess. Okay, just sit in the corner, dummy. And so we had Ollie uh, talking to uh, EarthX Tommy, and he says, oh, "Are you also swayed by sentiment?" Because he he kind of plays him on shit and then bites into a black capsule. And uh, okay, speaking of Amel, mm -hmm. um, because the. Th the thing that caused us all to meet is pro wrestling and you're not a fan Trav. Uh, I'm a bit more of a fan of the guy. I know Pete uh, digs him. What do you think? What do you think? What do you, I know. What do you think? Have you seen those stills of that new heels show? Heels? Yeah. could be good. What do you think? I mean, I'm, I'm, I have a friend who is the kind of, uh, working, uh, he helps cast the show. Mm. So I don't want to. Wow. I don't want to be any negative. Then I then I won't. Go, wow. Okay. Number one, don't say anything. Number two, I just I just fell ass backwards into that information, my friend. Ooh, that's for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I just know yeah, CM Punk. Uh, CM Punk answered uh, the picture with "It's an upper body business, kid." <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious i'll give it a shot he's earned enough, he's earned enough credit with me i'm like and it's a wrestling show you know and hey, i watch I, it i watch it. i'll give it a shot because it's a wrestling show but uh, like I, he's just he's just he he's a he doesn't have any 
he doesn't click with me at all. Like I would, I would not have watched the arrow, even if I was an arrow fan, if I loved uh green arrow, I'd probably watch the show, but it just, uh, just doesn't have it for me, man. Well, if you like Batman, you check out arrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, Essentially, uh, yeah. I, I think he, I, I, I liked him more because I realized he was how big of a wrestling fan he was. Hell, he even came out down, down here to, to San Antonio. He worked a house show in Ring of Honor, for Christ's sake. Wow. I wow. mean, that's pretty <laughs> that's cool. Awesome. That is, right. Yeah, I mean, with, no, he I seems mean, like the nicest guy. He seems like a really, really great dude. Yeah. But, he worked yeah. a five man tag. I think it was a five man. I think it was him, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. I and mean, there was one other guy versus whoever. I can't remember. But I mean, <laughs> That's still pretty cool, and he was dead. he did he dove into the did dives and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen him work a little bit. Yeah, I saw his yeah. match against Christopher Daniels too. So I, I yeah. that's all, it's all great. These you things know, are great. Maybe maybe if the Bucks had brought him along for that pay per view, that he could have been up in the rafters, and when the the explosions didn't go off, he could have shot an explosive arrow. <laughs> <laughs> he should have exactly. been waiting. He should have yeah. been the backup. He should have been the backup. Been yep. Plan B. Yeah. Arrow, go <laughs> on it. I mean, he has a cool shirt now. They made a cool wrestling shirt that says Arrow Club off the Bullet Club shirt. Ah, that's, right. that's right. So uh, we get the big open you know, crisis on, on EarthX, and it's the font. I didn't mention this last episode, but it's the font uh, originated with the original Crisis on Infinite Earths comic book, the 12-part thing that actually reset uh, the DC universe. So that, right. that little nerd shit, it just, oh, that's what rings my bell. Mm-hmm. And so... Black Arrow knows that Tommy, uh, Nazi Tommy is dead because his signal is gone. And he's so much sympathetic. He's gone. (laughs) But but he steals up and he should have died in the church. And Thawne's there. He's like, well, he always seems soft to me. Let let me tell you, I love uh, Tom Cavanaugh. But I really would have preferred if Matt Letcher had been uh, Thon. Much this. more. Much more. He's like John Black in this whole fucking every scene he's in. I can't stand him. And I usually love Tom Cavanaugh, but he's fucking even when he's the other, the regular cool dude version, he's still doing it with a fucking gruff and like really weird pacing that is, I don't know, it's meant to be charming at times. I'm not into Tom Cavanaugh in this either. I don't know well, what it is. Really? I, I well, I, cause I hadn't watched any of these re I haven't watched a season in like years or like this episode in years. Mm. And so I did, I at first it didn't bother me, but after seeing it was like the latest flash episode and seeing him act, it uh, hearing the gruff voices was really annoying. Yeah. yeah. It, it feels to me. And I'd have to go back and check if he's turning it up here was did he did he always do it this way when mm. he's when he's thawing on flash i can't remember but there's always been a bit of a whisper to do it so yeah he might and but like and and ml's trying to match him gruff for gruff on this shit here too but like low pace gruff uh like i don't like him like i think he's got a high-pitched voice because on arrow they eventually do with a they use a voice modulator that they, mm-hmm. they give him a, uh, a voice modulator so it's you know that's his technology he has i don't wear the, hockey pads yeah <laughs> <laughs> he should have had a hockey arrow the, more gimmicky arrows on arrow would have uh, sure. 
I'm yeah, we got be... one later on, buddy. I mean, come on. Oh, it was a good one. It was a good one. Although there was a lot, I didn't, this isn't going to be in the IMDb, but it's like, oh, how could, if there's no Kryptonians on Earth One, how could he have gotten Kryptonite? Like, who fucking cares? <laughs> fucking asshole. Yeah, let it go. You know, it's yeah. a superhero thing. You're not, yeah. it's not logical. How, how, how does he really fly? I mean, give me a fucking Yeah, exactly. Break. I was like, who gives a shit? Does he not run out of arrows? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got 7,000 arrows in every quiver. Who gives a shit? Um, now, here's a question for you, John. I'm not going to ask you, Travis, because you don't have the emotional connection to Arrow. Anything. Um, <laughs> what did you think of the Tommy reveal? Uh, it, it, I didn't give a shit. I didn't, okay. I didn't give a shit about it. I was like, oh, that's something. I thought it was cool because of the time he was out. I was he was doing his doing that Chicago Med show, so I didn't. Wasn't well, that's it. just it. I, I was gonna okay. We're gonna get to that when we get to the IMDb because this guy is tremendous and there's a wonderful story about that and this uh, crossover. So you know he's pretty good too. That's why he was one season on Arrow. He's like, oh, I'm out of here because <laughs> to to network to network and Broadway in a Tony Award winning show. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go so the bad guys get into a you know a stalemate and uh it, it getting thorns like and you'd be 10 percent less brooding and i'm like yeah that's exactly where i typed i wish they'd gotten matt letcher he was so number one from geeks like me and maybe you pete i'm like uh, eobard thorn has blonde hair in the comic books that yeah. guy's got blonde hair and he's great why mm -hmm. what but i mean do they get a discount by just using uh well uh i'm sure they do as many roles as possible because i'm certain they do I'm well, certain he's under contract so yeah, yeah. you're not yeah. paying him more yeah mm. <laughs> um yeah he just does menacing a lot better and like sinister a lot better the other guy i enjoyed him better as the reverse flash yeah. Yeah, yeah and so we find out that overgirl and black hour are a couple we find out later that they're married and someone wrote this like oh that that's a reference to, yeah. you know, it, it has to do with shipping culture and people on social media arguing about shipping culture, which right now is sort of a story going on about legends that I don't want to touch with a 10 foot pole. So we'll move along. But it also plays into to Arrow's uh, history on the show of just only dating blondes or seeing blondes. Seeing yeah, blondes. yeah, he's got a type. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Well, there was Huntress for a second, but that just didn't oh, work yeah, out true. right away. You know. And I thought he dated that African American police gal for a bit too. Yeah, for a bit. Oh, he got around, man. You know, his he was emptying his quiver all over Starling. Yeah, his quiver and, you know, did, not, did not have a uh, actually a true type when you think about it. Yeah, as but right now, is, but know. right now, guys, he you know he wants to uh, talk to Felicity again. I guess uh, that that same fandom calls this Alicity. So I'm going to use that. It's an Alicity scene, and you know, blah blah blah. She's talking to Curtis, who's Mister Terrific, who we'll see later. The character who never quite worked out for me. Yeah, I'm really honest with you. Even though and we wanted it to, you know, I wanted it to so bad, but it, it was like it, I like Curtis as Curtis, but yep. I hated him as Mister Terrific. Yeah, he was a great character as the tech guy, but it was like we're gonna make him Mister Terrific. I'm like, yeah, doesn't work at nope. all. Nope. <laughs> um, so they mentioned in this uh, scene uh, what well, we have experienced with doppelgangers like Black Siren, 
And without going into who Black Siren is, and one of the many canaries I've brought up, uh, Travis, but mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, if you have all this experience with doppelgangers, how is it the only the the people on Arrow have such a hard time accepting that it's real? It, constantly. Right. On these like, you must be the real, but no, no, like, you know, uh, the, uh, the dad, you know, <laughs> Quentin Lance, you're my real baby girl. I, <laughs> I don't believe in the alternate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's established. No wonder he couldn't have ever pinned it on Al Oliver being the arrow. Yeah, he wasn't the brightest bulb. He was an alcoholic too. That guy, they put that character through hell. Hell. Huh. That was his job. His job on that show was to just endure hell as a character and then yep. dies. <laughs> yep. At least sweet, sweet repose. Sweet release from this TV show. <laughs> and so basically she says to, uh, to Green Arrow, uh, this is a role reversal, I guess. She's like, hey, babe, we got something great. Why ruin it with a ring, right? Am I right? <laughs> and then we, yeah, they're, <laughs> they can be, I find them enjoyable together when I watch Arrow, but watching this, I'm like, they annoy the shit out of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it was like Ali. It was like Ali four, four oh, okay. of these, four of these little kind of relationship e emotions. They put a bunch in, in, in a row, in and it was really dragging things down, man. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, if you don't have the chops to 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 carry this, which is essentially the same. Like, one's like, "Oh, you were like a dad to me. I'm gonna miss you." And it's like, boy, that was really tough. Are we still gonna get married? <laughs> Are we still gonna fit work with our wedding? You know what I mean? It's like, boy, I had that one night stand. That was really difficult. Like, it was just, <sighs> mm -hmm. it I, was, I, 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 I don't know, man. It's like they were trying to pack too much in. At yeah, least too early. It was just weirdly, time. And, and poorly paced. I, I'd say. Like I almost like it's starting to wonder if they had kind of put together enough for three shows, but it's like fuck, we've got four shows here. We've got to put this thing on four shows. I think they wanted to attempt the cross, um, the cross storytelling. I and know. Give that a shot, and I know. And then they had to try to figure out how to fit it in, and this is the episode where yeah. they, they they fit it in because none of it is. is from here on from the end of this one it's just action schmaction for yeah two episodes. like i feel like you you can kind of whip through these these kind of little conversations here they're not getting married and, and arrow is sad right yeah, this yeah. this told to me this whole episode was all about putting heat on the heroes yeah. as in the build up the villains right and, right right and cause you know dilemmas here here and here and uh and that's what I felt. I mean, it, I, I, I would call it, it was, it's like the Empire Strikes Back episode minus all the kick-ass action. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but yeah. it did have some action. Yeah, yeah it we did. eventually get to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so we got the smart crew of, uh, by the way, of all these little emotional things, we, we goof on uh, Victor Garber you know, phoning it in, but the Jack Stein stuff is the one that I think works. I'm like, oh, that, yeah. that, that's I mean, I know I know their story a bit more, so it's like it. Uh, well, there's that too, yeah, yeah. But... So that helps, but oh, um... and you know, I, at the time watching it, I, 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 you don't really pick up on the scene, but it was a great scene that you know foreshadows what happens next episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Cool. Mm, no, we're not gonna. Re- I'm not gonna reveal it. I'm not gonna reveal it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you can fucking figure it out. Sure. Sure. So, but during all these, when Sarah says to Alex, "Hey, this isn't gonna be a thing, right?" I was like, "Yep, that's." A, she's speaking for us right now. Can we get past all this shit and get to kicking some Nazi ass? Right. Fuck all this, and so Iris and Felicity, because you know, at this point on Flash. They did this thing where Iris is like the brains of Star Lab for a season, and it was kind of fine. But like, she's, you know, we, as we said last time, she's a girl reporter, and they tried to make her a superhero too because she's the the leader of the team coordinating the superhero team. And then they one season, and then like, let's go back to her being a reporter. And, yeah, then they made her the reporter, and they gave yeah. her own like storyline. But it's like you know, it's like the scenes storyline <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and uh mm-hmm. but it works it, it works a lot better that she's running her own newspaper now yes i think instead of being the one calling the the super telling the superheroes what to do in the field which is where we're at here that's why she's here and yeah uh, and uh with uh felicity uh running around and uh okay where the fuck are we that day and scared. it works with felicity because they, they basically made her the original oracle you know Kind of, yeah, kind of Oracle-ish. But they see that Nazis are breaking into a lab. So Supergirl, Flash, and uh, Green Arrow, because they're the three biggest ones. <laughs> and uh, 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 Supergirl and Flash get there first, and then they kind of wait for a second as Green Arrow's motorcycle kind of rolls up a little late, and he's like, you know, super speed, I don't have it. I don't know, made me giggle. I thought it was cute. It worked for me. I liked it, but in reality... Come on, if they both were gonna, they would smoke them by like twenty minutes at least, or something. I mean, scene, but, but, but I, no, they were ta- they were taunting him. They did. They were taunting. No, they're being mean. You've been mean to your buddies. They were just going a little faster than him, real fast. Like, hey, watch him. Watch oh, okay, him. you thought yes. you thought it was on purpose then? Okay, all right. No, well, no, I thought no. they just did it for the for the gag. No, remember yeah. Johnny Logic? Remember Johnny Logic? Yeah. Okay. Sort of the same thing. Gotcha. I gotta put this shit together. <laughs> <laughs> it is Johnny Logic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And I um, put a name to it now. <laughs> so, and but I but Johnny Logic cannot explain this because we we came up with the term. If folks don't know, we came up with the term Johnny Logic is how I'd always explain when Johnny would try to explain the bullshit WWE booking. <laughs> yeah. Defend it. We call, called the Johnny. Not, Logic. Ju- it, it, not just WWE. What I would do is I watched enough wrestling. Was I go? I think I know what they were trying to do, but they failed miserably because yeah, they're yeah, idiot yeah. storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> that was Johnny Logic. It's how I weaved it all together so I could continue to enjoy this. it's the sort of thing that i use my brain for in my entertainment like every now and then no it doesn't work right here it doesn't because overgirl black arrow and thawne are there and they're like ta-da they do the big unmasking and thawne does his unmasking and at first i'm like what do you think flash doesn't know who the fuck that is these two (laughs) he's there vibrating You know, these two, yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, who the fuck are you? Oh, it's us. And he's like, ha ha, it's me. I'm like, yeah, we know. You're the fucking reverse flash. Mm-hmm. And then he does the whole, like, I forgot. He's like, um, I decided to go back to this face, you know, deal. I'm like, oh, right. This is the first time since 
Matt Letcher played reverse flash that he's done it again. And that's yeah. the explanation is basically this will piss you off. And I'm like, yeah, worked, you know, <laughs> for the flash and me. Cause I liked Matt Letcher better. Hashtag, yeah. And then I like that. Letcher. I love how Reverse Flash actually says, yes, it's really confusing uh, about me still being alive. And yeah, I uh, 100% agree. I don't understand I was still alive. <laughs> the, the, way whatever. They, the way they've explained it, he's basically immortal because yeah. he time travels so much. There's always one of him at in some time period or another. But in that episode, in the season of Legends, you know, the one we, they, they kind of got rid of that. You know, he's caught jumping around in time and then they're like you know what fucking forget it <laughs> and he's still just jumping around still is you know, from the last the, the season or two ago of flash you know he's yeah. on the loose again but he says that to, to flash later he's like all the times you've killed me flash so yeah. he's just coming from like every timeline and uh yeah i guess it's all time remnants of himself i don't know i yeah, it's I, all I, kind so of, I, I find it confusing uh, and I just try not even try to explain it to myself. Me too. I'm just like, ah, who cares? I guess yeah. I think, look. As he said, look, face. You know, you know. Yeah. There, it's you know. An, if it's an explanation I would have bought when I was seven years old reading yeah. a rerun, a rerun, a reprint of an old comic book, I'm like, that's what I'm fine with it every now and then. Just don't do it too much. Um, so, Green Arrow, uh, Black Arrow reveals this is my wife, and they kiss. And Supergirl's like, gross. And looks at you know Ollie like sorry. I'm like okay, whatever. And uh, oh, that was that was cute. Well, apparently it was a message I, I read somewhere to from. Oh wait, I wasn't going to talk about the shipping community. God, no. boy, you don't want to get into that stuff. It invades your mind like a mind worm. Holy shit! Wanting these people that want these characters to fuck is it was wild. But Green Arrow fucks her with a kryptonite arrow, and I thought the shot was cool when it reveals itself. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, that's right off the page. And yeah, I kind of, I, I don't like her being able to just yank it out, no sweat. That that seems, uh, does that seem incongruous? Not from these shows. No, okay, not from these shows. It's I love still- the line when he, she goes, "Is that a kryptonite arrow? Why do you have a kryptonite arrow? Yeah, kids are facing evil you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or evil you from another universe or whatever. I thought that was a, I thought it was. I laughed my ass. Off. Yeah, I did too. And it's all the explanation you need. Going back to what I just, some dude was complaining about, but the kryptonite was like, yeah, that works for me. You know, he figured yep. it out. He's a billionaire, and they have a big fight with super breath, and there's a speedster fight, and Overgirl heat visions a building in half, and they do this awesome scene. Where the heroes, the three heroes, have to save this building from collapsing. And the Flash is running around fixing shit real fast. And mm-hmm. Supergirl's, you know, putting stuff together with a strength and heat vision. And Green Arrow is shooting arrows and doing Cirque du Soleil around the middle of it. Like, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll just do this and brace it. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going <laughs> to shoot, right. I'm gonna shoot <laughs> some things. It's all right, y'all. All right, y'all. You gonna do that? I'm gonna go out here. I'm gonna shoot some things. <laughs> yeah, he, he essentially TPs the thing. Yeah, uh, yeah good team effort. Good team effort, guys. It was like there's a good team effort. Like, okay, Ollie, you know, <laughs> you could have sat that one out. <laughs> Maybe there's a rivet I can uh, <laughs> ping. Need be did it with my screwdriver arrow. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> but it's a shame. You're right, man. If you had that gimmick of of a brace the building falling over arrow, it would just would would have just taken one shot. But Cha-ching. No, it, it just it explodes. It explodes yep. out of it gigantically. Something out of a, a Silver Age Batman comics. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so they're there to steal something called the prism that they later on are like, oh my god, you can make a neutron bomb out of that, which has is not what they wanted for. Um, and Supergirl's, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Overgirl berates Sacred Americana. I'm like, how dare you? I'm watching Sacred Americana right here, these shows. And uh, I'm sorry. Anyway, we're back at Star Labs and uh, they figure out how to track Overgirl because there's high solar radiation in her blood. And by the way, Alex, Supergirl's uh, ass-kicking sister, is also a brilliant doctor. They cover it all with her. And uh, we got Thawne and Overgirl are arguing about uh, Black Black Arrow's priorities. Is it her, the Reich? And he says, I've seen it before with Hitler. And she's like, Hitler was driven by passion and childish need. Oliver is 10 times the man Hitler was. I'll make sure he chooses the fatherland. So, before we go to break, we're in Star Labs. Uh, Mick is trying to get uh, Caitlin to make Killer Frost come out by young Boo because she tells him it happens when she's scared and angry. And they're in the Gideon room and Iris and Flash are crying about Thawne and his mom's murder and they do some shit about we fight to protect the ones are alone, blah, blah, blah. It's, you right. Know, it sucks. And but <laughs> Ollie says he's getting in the game now. And they have this huge scene where all the heroes are powering up, you know, putting on their masks Supergirl rips open her shirt in the middle of the hallway for yeah. some reason, but I'm like, I'm good with it. Sorry, yeah. works. Oh, for- I know, I know. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of stuff you you want. Like, especially remember when she had a pose in front of uh, of an explosion. Uh, and she was, was standing there, all the rest yeah. of the team. Yeah, so I mean, if, like- if it was if it wasn't Supergirl, it was Clark Kent. He would have done the same thing. I mean, yeah, it's like, but imagine it's, yeah. it's a trope. Yeah, either Supergirl yeah. or Clark. We're standing yeah, and you there. know there was no and there was no uh, uh telephone booth to change into exactly so, I mean, there's mm-hmm. no tell there's only one shitter on the wave rider yeah. I mean, how many telephone yeah. booths are at star Labs? imagine, imagine if she had forgotten to wear uh her supergirl shirt under there and that's just like a close zoom up of her just showing whoa supergirl <laughs> wow thank you goodness gracious <laughs> And then they do the slow-mo superhero walk because they're off to kick some Nazi ass. And right now, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. State purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's going to kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait. They are out of magenta. Robots don't know you. We do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future. Let's protect it. White. Hmm? How about like a buddy cop, Zano? Could, could, he, could he get a buddy cop movie out of Zano, do you think? <sighs> I, just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not as high on Zano as you guys are. Uh, maybe it's just, I mean, he just stood out. He just stood out to me. The, the Zano. Zano just try, 
Yeah. Because yeah. then when you think about it, he's like the only like true guy who could probably play a leading man out of the whole crew, right? Yeah. yeah. I think what Travis said, because he's been around so fucking long, when, when he first joined the cast, Travis said, this guy, it, it, like after at first you didn't like him until like three episodes to, to, to the Shogun episode. And then you went, you said, this guy's been around. He's, he's, this guy's a professional. You mm-hmm. notice, like this guy is is mm-hmm. he's bringing just so up comfortable. as a professional, so and then he, now we know that's what. Well, why? Because I feel like he's, his presence. I feel like his presence is lacking in these. As as good as this was, like I liked the first episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should get in. We'll get, get back into this. Okay. But uh, here's the thing. Um, just letting you know, when the legends do show up, yeah, because you, there's only so many characters you can fucking juggle around in this shit. And I know when the legends do show up, it's great it's like cool. they, instead of like and then they accidentally show up you know like yeah. the last crossover which was cool. really kind of lame right you know invasion was eh, it was mm-hmm. uh, but well, no, i mean hell the next one they don't even have them so well and it makes sense because they didn't belong in it they didn't yeah. belong in that in, they didn't belong in it their story had nothing to do with it they would just right leave. There would have been no reason for them to be there. And I really like the next one. The Elseworlds one I think is a ton of fun. But Oh, it's, it's, it's good, but the Earth X is by far the best of what they did. Oh, agreed. And Crisis, as much as I loved Crisis. Crisis is more about the moments, you know? It's Yeah, it's such an undertaking, and they're taking on so much, and they get most of it right, you know, but it's so huge. It's an undertaking like no one's done on any kind of show like this. Like, Yeah, well, this, I, yeah, yeah you, guys, you guys compared the Supergirl and Overgirl battle to the Vision battle. Yeah. Hell, and this the last one. That one you had the the, the Superman's battles, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. you know, and then Doctor Destiny is the fucking bad guy, and 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 John Wesley Ship shows up, and it's the it's the right. teaser into Crisis. Yeah, a lot of wow. great moments. Yeah. yeah. All right. You no, know, one thing I'm shocked you, you you dropped the ball on the last episode, John. What's that? Was uh when you were talking about Harris' uh, parents, you didn't mention who played him. Oh, I couldn't even begin to get into all of the casting yeah. uh, things they do on these shows. I pointed that out before. Like They love to cast people who've been in other incarnations, especially on Supergirl. Who were her parents again? I can't. It was Dean Cain who played Superman and Superman and Lois. Oh, and, no, her adoptive parents. Yes. And, yeah, Kane, and then yeah. Helen Slater was. Uh, yeah, Helen right. Slater, Helen Slater, who played Supergirl in the movie. Was right. I think I had heard about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. was and but now they had they had Terry Hatcher as Monel's mom. Yeah, hmm. they um had um, they've had so many. Uh, Dean Kane, they they killed Dean Kane good on these shows because you know once Dean Kane started Dean Kane and up there politically, hmm. you know you're not lasting on these fucking Berlanti yeah. shows, pal. And they hmm. killed him dead. Dead. They did a whole thing where he was missing, and they were searching for him, and maybe they'll find him, and then he Dean Kane'd it, and they're like, no, nah, he's he dead. He yeah, they even actually turned him into almost a bad guy. I want to say. Yeah, well, they did. They, yeah, they did. That was before. Yeah, they did. But he had to because to save his family, shit. And then he. <laughs> what? By the way, one of the worst Supermen in the world. That I hated. Superman. Yeah, he was. That I was the worst. Superman yeah. Lois. I thought mm. that was stunk. Yeah, I can't imagine it standing up. It it didn't it didn't stand up in 1990. Yeah, but people people were into it. It made a star out of Terry Hatcher. Yeah, there must have been something. She had she now she always had star power. Yeah, I remember Tango Cash. I thought she was gonna be a blob, you know, 
blowout. Uh, yeah. And then, you she know, she was the only reason to watch that fucking show. That's she was so smoking hot back and then. And that, too. Oh, that yeah. too. Oh, the God, oh, the crush I had on Terry Hatcher. Oh, yeah. My they're my. real and they're spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> bye, bye, All right, bye, let's boom. get back to it. Yeah, I know we're already we're already back. I'm just gonna play from here on. But yeah. uh, so we should talk about uh, things coming up. Yeah, what's coming up? Park. I I need to put up. I still need to uh, sing because we recorded a Mystery Titans Theater uh, last Saturday with our buddy James. Um, we went back to Indianapolis uh, in hopes of seeing Black Cats again. It was yep. another character named the Black Cat. This really obscure wrestler that we've discovered, Pete, called the Black Cats. Uh, and, and it he, was in, I, in, in, I, I, let me ask you this if you've ever seen any of this territory that we've discovered. Um, it's Dick the Bruiser's Indianapolis territory in the 80s. And the name of the promotion is Bruiser Bedlam. They call it Welcome to Bruiser Bedlam. Yeah. I've seen clips of it. I haven't watched yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and you're I mean, looking at probably one of the mm, I mean, like growing up, Dick the Bruiser was my man. Yeah. Because uh, he's, he's all just, over it. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure Spike Huber was, is on the show somewhere. It's getting yeah, like it's growing on. It's like even though it wasn't the same Black Cats character, we had a great time. Then we went all the way. We went. They back have a years. giant. They've got a giant Kentucky hillbilly heel who comes out to Olivia Newton-John music. <laughs> what? Wow! It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. We had a good time, and then, yeah, again after that we went back to '76 uh, WWF uh, for a card at I believe it was MSG, and some great stuff on that too. That we so, might have watched for Titans, Pete, and I completely forgot to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe a couple of those matches, anyways. But yeah, so I will throw that up on uh, YouTube soon. Uh, it's Jarvis Washing Machine. Follow me there. And um, Pete, I- before we get to the next segment um uh a, a lot of people um we, we we talk about wrestling all the time pete here is a wrestling aficionado mm-hmm. especially for indie wrestling really a, a big supporter of young up-and-coming talent is there anything coming up that you're seeing uh you're going to uh, you know uh, honestly my about? new thing i'm in my new jam i'm into man i've gone to like four i went to a show or two before the pandemic i've been vaccinated now so i've been i've gone to the last three shows oh, all right i'm going to see some uh, lucha libre in uh, dallas texas nice and i'm having a blast at these shows man uh these uh, and I wish most people would go and work a, a lucha show or watch these guys and how they work a crowd because they connect to the crowd. The the matches are all different. I'm, I mean, I'm getting and then and you get I'm getting to see big major stars from Mexico working, uh, you know, working in front of two to four hundred people. Like I'm seeing, right. I mean, I've gotten a chance to see Hio del Santo and hmm. Pirita oh, nice. Morgan, Viano Five. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm going in next weekend. I'm going to see Dr. Wagner Jr. Oh, uh, wow. Really? Blue Demon Jr. Uh, who else I've seen? Uh, Psycho Clown, who's a headliner. One, uh, who will, will actually, I bet you, will be a Hall of Famer, Observer Hall of Famer. Um, mm-hmm. Laredo Kid, Black Taurus, uh, all these guys. And then some just young guys who can just freaking go. And, mm-hmm. uh, and they just have different, it's just, they, they really do a good job of, uh, one just regaining the crowd going and uh and they I mean, you have different styles you have the high flying you have brawling you have 
comedy and the comedy's funny it's mm. not uh some of this stupid shit like you know ironic funny it's it's like actually funny um uh how, how i think a wrestling comedy match should be done it's just i'm just having a blast uh watching a lot of that so uh oh, that sounds sounds yeah that sounds like so much fun and I'm like the only white guy there because it's, it's it's all it's, everything's yeah. in his, it's all Hispanic. It's uh, the announcing is a Hispanic. The uh, uh, and yeah, and I, I get and I, I I laugh about it. I don't know if they do it on purpose, but I, in my mind they do. Is they assign <laughs> me the same seat every single time. I of course the they same, do. Same, and and I'm always slightly off camera. So I, I very rarely pop up on camera on because um, it shows because up they know because okay because you know why I'll tell you why because you would draw attention I'm sorry Pete is a tall dude he's a tall dude and he would you would everyone's eye if you were on the hard camera everyone's eye would go who the fuck's that guy he's standing <laughs> in that fucking crowd they, they want to give you good seats but let's just get you a little off camera okay yeah i remember the like when i was, went to the new japan in, in dallas the g1 i mean i don't know how many stupid pictures i saw of people finding me on camera and taking snapshots of the screenshots and and sending them to me on twitter it's like jesus <laughs> christ but uh also uh john's being nice with saying tall i also uh I mean, I still weigh a lot, but I started weight cutting in August, and oh, awesome. I dropped 125 pounds. Hey, all right, oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah. So uh, I'm not Tremendous. quite as huge. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll say it. I started at 390, and now I'm down to 265. So. Hey, fantastic, incredible. Congrats. In about whatever is that six months? That's what's really impressive. Inspiration. Uh, how quick it went just by eating healthy and exercising. That's so great. if you. If you put your mind to it, people, you, you can do it. Because I never wanted to do it, never did it, and uh, decided to do it because, hell, I was feeling miserable. And now I feel like a million bucks. That's awesome. Pete, I, that, oh, wow. I'm so glad you saved that uh, because I'm heavier than you now. So I need to talk to you about what I'm not going to do, but I want to hear your story. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't saying- wish, I wouldn't wish the shit that I eat and my, what am I, my, to, on people. Uh, I can I say mean, I could is, do it 50%. I mean, if I do it 50%, <laughs> I mean, I'll say is what people are like, Oh my God, that's all Tom Brady eats. That's my, I was not, not psyched all out Tom, but yeah, the Tom Brady hey, yeah, eats stuff. Yeah, uh, that's not all, that's, that's not all Tom Brady eats. Hey, 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 hey. I know, right? Oh, hey, you know what? I am DB curious. First, we've got some trivia. No goofs. For Colin Donnell, the guy who plays Tommy Merlin, to do his guest spot in the uh, alter- as the alternate version of Prometheus from EarthX, he wrapped up a full day of filming in Chicago Med, in Chicago, flew to Vancouver, shot his scene, then hopped back on a flight to Chicago to film Chicago Med again the next day, doing them a, a, a big favor for this, I imagine. And also, he played Billy. Uh, he starred as Billy in the um, uh, the version of Anything, the revival of Anything Goes with Sutton Foster and Joel Gray on Broadway that won Tony's and is my favorite Broadway show of all time. And I got to play Moonface Martin, you know, mm-hmm. at our local dinner theater. And I was like, mm-hmm. I've heard this guy sing. I, I've listened to that cast album a, a ton of times. I never knew it was the same dude mm-hmm. until I read this <laughs> the other day. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> One season. I get it. 
I guess so. <laughs> so let's get to some reviews. Now, last week's reviews were a little repetitive because it was Supergirl. It was all angry dudes about not Nazis or my guys. Because that's, you know, he talks about Supergirl. But this is Arrow. A little different. Mm-hmm. Most, most everyone really liked it. Most everyone really liked it. A few people had like, oh, I can't believe I have to watch four different things. But there's two reviews who just did not care for this episode whatsoever. The first one, two out of 10, titled Awful is Accurate from, and I believe, Travis, we've heard from this fellow before, Joe Hug, 29. Hmm. I was thinking it was Joe the Pit again. I thought we was, yeah. he was no, Joe the Pit. It was Pitt. Joe the Pit. No, it's not Joe the Pit. I wish it was Joe the Pit. I'm going to get that guy on the show. But I'm Joe the Hug. I'm Joe the Hug. Hey, I'm a little sweeter. <laughs> Four different I want to give I guess, boy, COVID's really doing, done a number on Joe the Hug over here. It's my big thing. It's my thing. I hug people. I can't do that. Okay. D- so. DC, DC needs to grow up. This is phoned in drivel. Not only are the stories getting bad, the, but the social agendas demonstrate a disconnect with the audience. Even my kids are turned off by this crap. Even my kids. Mm. One would hope that a company with such history and long-loved characters would attempt to be good stewards of the legacy. These folks appear to be morons desperately trying to over-sexualize their characters to lure in basement dwellers. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. You, you don't call, Johnny, right you can't call Johnny out like that. I just had it redone recently. Thank you very much. I was flooded out. My basement apartment right now is gorgeous. So, Joe Hug, I'm not hugging you, pal. Nope. But you're right. It's an ironic name. Thirty-one. What was uh, what what was he what was he worried about on this episode? What was particularly SJW? I don't really know. On this episode, they talked a bit. There was a bit of a lesbian relationship discussed, but but not as much had been. I don't know. One night stand between two ladies. Maybe that was it. I guess that was it. Thirty-one out of sixty-six found that helpful. Yeah, (laughs) good. Didn't crack fifty there. Hug. Sorry. Next up, one out of ten. Getting worse. <laughs> I used to love Arrow. Lately, it's getting worse. In case you didn't get from the title of this post. Those <laughs> those those four crossover episodes are total mess. I should do this as the the, the slightly Eastern European. These those four crossover episodes are total mess. Cliched storyline brought every useless character together, mixed up all ideas. Jesus, it looked like storyteller was on the weed while he was writing. Wow, that's a shame. On the weed. <laughs> I know I was on the weed when I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> prerequisite. Oh, I, I, is it total prerequisite? If you're a comic book nerd 
and you want to enjoy these shows, I highly recommend being on the weed <laughs> when you watch them. The most it's ever paid off was that one with like that celestial looking monster thing, that big giant thing that remember that fought Ray when he was bigger. Do you remember that? The I giant know? robot. Yeah, the giant robot. That was that was the Vandal Savage. Like Vandal two thousand one looking yeah. they've ever got. Yeah. Yeah, Vandal Savage's giant robot and Ray Palmer growing into a giant and having a giant robot fight yeah. in the middle of a shitty episode that happened in early in early stand. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! He blew the head off. That was fucking badass. Well, ten out of three found that helpful. <laughs> ten out of what? Uh, Twenty three. Oh, I thought you said ten out of three. Yeah, like, how is that possible? I did. I did say that. Okay. Yeah. So all right, we're not. We're hearing. Okay. Yeah. I like no hug on that one. Yeah. No hugs for me. So we're on this roof uh, and you got Green Arrow and White Canary and Alex. And uh, by the way, this last season of Supergirl, they finally like turned her into a superhero, like give her a costume and a mask. No name yet. In oh, the, yeah. She has that the thing where she can whatever that thing is. She's got, yeah, a, a, a Martian weapon that it turns into whatever weapon she needs at any given time. So that's, now that's she's a, a storyline. That's some, know, that's some easy, easy queasy, yeah. Well, they well they had to go over the course of many episodes for her to figure out how to make it work. If it, you know, so I was like, oh, I'm all right. But it, it again, everyone's got to have a mask. Everyone's got to have a mask and be a superhero at some point on these shows. Every character, mm-hmm. sometimes to the point where you're like, I don't think Jimmy Jimmy Olsen really needs to be Guardian. I it's it kind of right. stinks. <laughs> Well, technically, so, he's Jim Olsen on the show. I mean, yeah, he's Jim Olsen. Don't call me. Don't call me Jimmy. I'm James. James. He's James, James Olsen. James Olsen. He's James. He's James. Yeah. I'm That's James Florida. Olsen. My big, my big swinging dick just came into National City. James <laughs> Olsen, not Jimmy. And uh, so back at Star Labs, Mick interrupts Iris and Felicity because he's looking for some mustard for a sandwich. They're like, why are you fucking here? Didn't you go with him? He's like, oh, go where? And I'm like, that's really fucking mean. You know, they call him stupid. They don't bring him on the mission. And as we know, Mick Rory loves a lot of things. He loves stealing. He loves frying pigs. Mm-hmm. And he loves killing Nazis. You don't bring him? Come on. You know, that's just mm-hmm. mean. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he's working on his, his, his romance novel. No, not yet. Not yet. He's not a romance novelist. Oh, no, that hasn't. I'm sorry. Spoiler, Travis. No, I remember. He already knows that one. But it's a good thing he's there, kind of. <laughs> and so the Flash takes out a bunch of Nazis and more surround them. They have to do a huge, big fight scene. And Overgirl is fighting and Thawn is there. And one of the things, Pete, I think you can agree with, I mentioned this before, is even in a bad episode of any of these Berlanti shows, if there's a big fight scene, you at least got that. You know, they yeah. do it really well. The stunt people are outstanding. <clears throat> they, Except always... for the year, except for the crisis this year, last year. Well, yeah, because they were... Ugh. Well, That big fight scene in the pit was terrible. Yeah, the, yeah well... The fight scene in the pit was against the shadow demons from the comic. And so it's literally just them battling these characters that in the comic book 
were lethal and in here if you punch them in the face they explode <laughs> and, yeah and they weren't they, even uh, flying yeah but that's how i'll feel you guys will cover it in a few years well it's some cgi yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, <laughs> uh, I, I can only take a, a, a certain amount of people fighting themselves too do you know what i mean oh, like, yeah. i like it when it's like the uh i know you mentioned cherry on top when it's a cherry on top like kind of a surprise but if you're if you're going to keep relying on versions of them fighting versions of themselves i i need a little variety in there you know what i mean oh, yeah. and it's well and it's also a comic book staple i'm not excusing it for this but it is i can't remember how many times i like Oh, it's somehow or another, you know, there's an evil version of so and so. It's like, yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a crutch in all comic book. Yeah, I know. Books. And I, I, I'm just saying, I like it more when it's a little more icing, a little less cake. <laughs> How about more mustard for your fucking sandwich? Here you go. Because um, we find a black arrow. He's walking over to Star Labs and they had this thing where Caitlin is walking in with Meg and just so they could do this joke she's like well they're carrying the jar in the sandwich she's like it was in the fridge did you look in the fridge um i saved that conversation until we walked into um the lab here where everyone else could hear me say that because exactly. that's normally what i would say in the kitchen yeah <laughs> it stuck out like a sore thumb yeah, like oh thanks sweetheart because he likes her because she she reminds him of somebody, somebody he might have, you know, met in juvie. Who's also cold. <laughs> Maybe he you know, you. shared a little, you know. It was juvie, you know. You had to you know, take care of each other. You know, I've heard stories. Sure. You know, you know, it's from especially from a guy I knew named Skip in high school, who I acted with, who was the ultimate preppy. But he knew a kid who spent time in juvie, and he just told me horror stories. The creator of that Sean Penn movie. Dang. And for those to be told to you by a blonde haired skinny guy in a bow tie and a sweater vest. Oh boy. In, in biology oh, it's class. Not a place you want to go. <laughs> it was something. Speaking of Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, you know, yeah, no kidding. Jimmy. Yeah, we did Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen scared straight. <laughs> <laughs> Skip and I did the uh, Linguini scene from the odd couple in class and uh, got to perform it at the uh, at uh, one of the little events for the, the showcases for the nice. actors before we were both VHS was before we were both barred from the program by sure. our ridiculous theater t uh, teacher. Uh, I'll, I'll say his name, Mr. Kaysman, who held grudges wow. against against kids. It's just yeah. he was the fucking worst. Yeah, that was rough. Yep. And uh, so, oh, where are we? Okay. Blackout runs into Wells and he lets him run and hit the red alert. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. And Nick tells the gals, like, you and you hide. It's about to get colder in here. Like, yeah, okay. I thought it was a good, well, I thought it was a good hero moment for him, though. After yeah. they, so they did I. So did I. Bagged on him the whole entire time. Yeah. Yeah. But then and, yeah, uh, it was like, Chuba was shortly lived. Right. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, then he became set up fodder for the arrow crew. But go on, man. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, he's yeah, that annoyed when I first saw that, it annoyed me too. But there's uh, so they're doing the big fight, and a green arrow is knocked out by Overgirl, and he's slowly waking up in, in slow motion. It's it's saving private arrow, Roar, just arms yeah. going everywhere, and chaos. He 
slowly spits some blood and gets yeah. up and i'm like i like that that's is a good is a good i see what like they're it. going for i see what they're going for and sure i think again if i had more love in my heart for the character i'd probably be more into it um would you have liked it, does, it better it, if he had a it does curly... feel a little it just feels a little cosplay you know what i mean like we're, you... we're, we're pretending to be something a little bigger than we are would you like which is it... fine i like that they're going big go yeah, ahead would you would you like him better if he actually had the the Neil Adams long curly uh, goatee mustache. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I know I would. I don't know. Probably. I know I would. I'd be like, God, that'd be fantastic. Did that Errol Flynn, the true sure, Errol Flynn look? Sure, sure. So he gets up, he shoots an arrow at Overgirl because she's about to kill Sarah. And she turns around and says, uh, Overgirl does his burn, but. At first, I thought Supergirl blasted her with her fucking heat vision, but I think it bounced against something. I, I rewound it three times and I couldn't figure out what the fuck happened. It was so fast. I'm like, hmm. she gets hit with her own heat vision, I guess. And the flash saves Alex. Uh, Supergirl tosses the reverse flash across a fucking <laughs> warehouse and it's a full Wilhelm, Wilhelm scream. You, you yeah. hear it, it it's fantastic because it doesn't sound anything like you know, it wasn't a it wasn't growling so, uh, no <laughs> so the heroes beat the nazis but oh we've got another villain it's Matalo, the man with the kryptonite heart and he shows up and, and in an australian accent and he blasts them all with his kryptonite because you know he don't give a fuck about working for nazis either apparently and he doesn't have to talk yeah. and I marked out for that every time I, I forgot every time I watched this I forgot Metallo is in it and like yeah yeah I've totally forgot about him yeah so okay yeah so he's been around a long time Metallo long I've time Superman covers I've seen him on covers yeah I've seen him on covers of uh, old Superman um I why is he showing up here exactly the the, the, the villains he... recruited him somehow yeah. or another. okay he so he's just like yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's yeah, the Nazi Metallo of Earth X. They don't get into it. Yeah, wouldn't he be a sweetheart though? Oh, I'm a good little robot because I'm in this. You well, know, you're about oh, okay. You know what? That would make sense when we get to next episode, sir. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, you know, we're on Earth X, so yeah, he'd be more more C three PO. With his kryptonite heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally useless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that still annoys me that they did that memory wipe of 3PO thing in that movie, which I thought was so awesome and noble. And they're like, hey, you know what? Never they mind. Take you know, it like, back again. Like you. within like 15 minutes. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I, I like the chewy thing because I'm like, oh, that's a fun tease. And, 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 and hey, yeah, don't do it again with something else. Don't do it again like that. Especially it's, like, it's a movie. fucking robot. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we're at Star Labs and Black Hour takes out Mick right away. Uh, has him tied up with a rope arrow and he says oh i bet you're pretty scared and angry right now he's like i'm never scared and angry like and she he was talking to me and it's fucking killer frost and i'm like yeah killer frost is gonna kick his ass and he knocks her out immediately he kicks everyone's ass suddenly the arrow crew shows up he's like any more heroes and they all jump out and mr terrific says well, I was going to wait, but that's a great opening line. Like, yeah, you kicked all your asses, too. Black Canary doesn't even do a sonic scream, which I think... Yeah, maybe... I, had no, I, I had no idea who those people were. Okay, those... I'll break it down for you real quick. 
but like but is like i mean you can you can do that yeah and i and i do want to hear that but at this point who like who the fuck are these people if i'm watching they're the this, arrow they're the arrow yeah yeah, yeah. but if I, like if i'm watching this uh it, like say i'm just i'm just wanting all right let me join in this crisis uh like like uh, let me try this out i'm gonna watch these four episodes kind of thing and it up until this point they were really good at you know, not expecting you to know too much. And if they do, like if, for example, when the guy, his old buddy shows up who died at the end of season one, they do a quick kind of, oh no, he did this and this and blah, 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 blah. And then, but then all of a sudden have these four or however many there were of them, like new heroes show up who I don't know anything about at all. And it for it to be like some sort of heroic moment, I don't know. Well, man. I could see that, but the assumption is being made that if you watch Arrow, you know who these characters are. Yeah, for, I guess so. For TV. And, and to be fair, I think there is on the crossover because the ratings are all pretty damn close. Ratings are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I bet you there's seventy percent of the people watch every all the shows. Yeah, yeah but that, like that do. was one thing I had championed about last, right. the last episode is that you could you could show this to to somebody else. Yeah, uh, but could you also just say, just yeah, they're, look at them, they're in costumes, they're they're superheroes. That's all you need yeah. to know. Yeah, and they're, and they're completely ineffective <laughs> because it's Black Canary, <laughs> yeah. uh, the current Black Canary. Who, by the way, of all the the Black Canaries, my favorite Canary is this Black Canary. Yeah, Black Canary. I agree. Okay. She's the baddest. She's so hot. hot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, hot. And but she's the Dino Lance I think of from the comic books. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's her. And she has a, a canary cry. She's a meta human with a canary cry. Like, that's the first for a black canary. And she's you know, and she's and she's a super fun, super fun actress. Uh, I think maybe at this point she didn't have her cry on the arrow who knows i know she lost it at some point but and the I other one i want to say there was one great moment when the the ice lady yeah <laughs> ice is like gets his harp get killer frost get who by the way her her uh, civilian costume reminds me a lot of that double denim outfit that uh britney spears and justin timberlake wore to that famous award show many years ago <laughs> Yeah, you know, I have no best. idea what you're talking about. It's but. a pretty famous picture. It's been going making the rounds is lately it? now that Britney's is in it? the news lately. Uh, um, but at, when she froze his uh, hand there, I'm like, fucking right, snap that shit right off. I wanted, I wanted him to just be like, <laughs> like, like, just walk away and like, like, really show, like, oh, I really wanted him to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I hope we'll get some sort of justice. I think it's just because I don't. Like the performance. I'm really hammering a male here, but uh, let's keep going. So hold on. And maybe so, he could have been like one armed Ollie, like in the future uh, yeah, that you guys right, watched in season right. one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah they could have pulled that. You know, they, they That's cool. These cool little parallels. Yeah. Yep. Um. Wow. Boy, Pete, you just hit the nail right on the head. You should have ripped his fucking arm off. Yeah, it would have been perfect, but. Of the characters, uh, by the way, besides Black Canary, one is Wild Dog, and this is the season they decided to upgrade Wild Dog's look to make him look more realistic in armor. And I always hated it because Wild Dog was a character you might recall seeing the image of a dude in a hockey mask with like a blue hockey jersey with a red and yellow dog logo on it, who's a, a DC like third, fourth tier level street character 
from the 80s if i showed you the picture you go oh i've seen that and they do that look on the show and i love it and then this season like no now he's gonna look like a superhero with armor i was like yeah looks like shit he looks like everybody else i like the guy in the fucking hockey jersey uh they all get taken out and mr terrific i recognize him yeah and mr terrific who in the comics here is michael holt the third smartest man in the world olympic athlete and a genius on the level of batman and he's fantastic (laughs) and they go well we've got this guy named curtis he's on the show he's african-american he's great in his role let's turn him into a superhero and make it mr terrific and it never works it i don't think it ever works the guy shouldn't be running around in a superhero suit. That's it. It doesn't play for the character. No, it was it terrible. It, yeah, it's not. It's not great. And I wanted it. To, and I love Mister. Ter- I love the Golden Age Mister. Terrific. He was one of my favorite fucking characters. Fair and, play. And the character who really I thought clicked for him. I thought they did a good job with, but then they got rid of him with Ragman. Oh, I hated Ragman. I thought Ragman looked ridiculous. I oh, I loved it. Okay. Uh, I liked the try, but then he was whiny. He was like, he was like a young Woody Allen. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah I can understand and, uh, that part, but I was talking about the actual, I, I, I thought the CG on him was cool. Yeah, it was okay. I, I loved the character. I just didn't think it fit. I think that's why they got rid of it. It's like, this doesn't Oh, yeah, no, it didn't fit. I, I, I didn't say it fit. I, I yeah. thought it was the one I liked the most out of them all. Yeah. Oh, when su- su- suddenly Green Arrow had to have a team. And yeah. suddenly there was like five superheroes that we'd never seen before. Exactly. Uh, yeah, there was like a few. It wasn't there? Was like yeah. been, they, they had a. They could have. There was, they had to one point, I think there was eight or nine of them. You know. Yeah. There, yeah. It was like here's nine of them. Where where are the four you all like? We'll get rid of the rest of them. Yeah. We're trying to figure this out. It's te- It's all teams now. So the heroes are all locked up in a warehouse, and Thon is taunting them, and. Overgirl shows up and delivers a line that I wish had been delivered. She should have delivered it full Jonathan Harris, Dr. Smith from Lost in Space, Space, because she goes, the pain, the pain, the pain. She shakes it off pretty good, too, when she stands up. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. They should have kept that man away from that child and that robot. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you that that new uh, Lost in Space on Netflix is a pretty fun show. Oh, is, I heard. I heard it's not bad. It, it can't be worse than that movie with. Uh, oh, well, the movie is terrible. This is much better than the movie. Yeah. Okay. Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> okay, LeBlanc, no Zano. He's no Zano. <laughs> no. Yeah, That's I know. Right. One, one made no a Nick lot Zana. of money. In there. One's filthy rich Black from his sweet. friend's I'm benefit. Just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, on an artistic <laughs> level, on an artistic level. Club Z over here. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you better not hurt our friends. It's like, I did hurt your friends. I'm using Are you guys bagging on the mail, and yet you got your all champion big fucking Hey, I stick up. I like a mail. I, I, <laughs> I like a mail. I do not shit on him out. I, enjoy I think he's him fine. Lot. He's just never going to be, never, I'm never going to seek anything out with him in it. Uh, That's yeah. fair. Yeah. So, oh, so wait. So when we finally get done with uh, Legends, um, my, my Arrow uh, watch. Uh, Sorry, idea, guess not I'm... there. Not, 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 not. You're going to have to. Hey, Pete. Find, a new, so find some new <laughs> chump. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, because Pete's been fucking awesome tonight, man. I, yeah, in fact, yeah. I remember trying to talk Pete into doing a, a CW show right as he was like, look, I am done with podcasting. Um, so a Black Arrow tells Overgirl to stand because they have found her. And because the whole deal is she's got a bad ticker. She's got a bum ticker. And they're going to take Supergirl's heart right out of her and stick it in her and they needed the prism to make red sun radiation so oh it wasn't a neutron bomb and uh oliver says to himself i'm gonna kill you no you won't you're weak and they metallo blasts him again and then we get iris and felicity you know they're gonna be john mcclain in it you know for a little bit and uh they see you know the ineffective heroes being tossed uh, into the cells at as felicity calls it stalag star labs which is what it should be called because at least for seasons and seasons on flash they would beat up and arrest metahumans they're not police toss them in these cells and keep them there with no due process at all you know my you know my theater uh professor uh, was larry hovis from uh hogan's heroes oh that's college. right yeah. Wait, no. Who did he play? He, he was um the 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 dude with, with the, the hat, weird hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the leather jacket with the, the yeah. splotches on it. The bomber. Yeah. He was my favorite guy on Hogan's yeah, he Heroes. Was, uh, he was my professor. Speaking of Hogan's Heroes, our heroes wake up in a concentration camp. Yeah. Surprise. On Earth X. This was definitely the Empire Strikes Back moment. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit's going down now. And it looks dark and dim. I'm like, all right, this was... Well, Pete, you got to put when you say the Empire Strikes Back moment. And this is the episode of like, all right, in four of these, we're going to have like, and we're going to dip a little bit and they're all going to talk and we're going to set it up. How do we get them all fucked and how do we, we get them here? Mm-hmm. And that's what this episode was. Um, it... Of the four, I'll tell you, it's, you know, it's the, eh, it's one because it's going to be given, you know, what they're doing. Yeah. The calm before the storm. Yeah. Yeah. The calm before the storm. Putting heat on the heroes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Putting them in the, putting, putting the, stacking the deck against them. Mm -hmm. So overall, Travis, you know, I know you've got your, you know, and you're not, you know, you and, you know, maybe you and can challenge Stephen Amell to a match. To work it all out sometime but I, uh-huh. you know, I but it's still a great ride huh yes oh yeah and no, i can't wait to see what happens i can't uh i i know things shit's gonna go down it's going down yeah and uh yeah like i said i'd like to see a little less of the uh person fighting self <laughs> but and uh no. spreading things kind out a little more as like the uh the 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 metallo was a was a fun surprise i'd like to see more uh kind of classic villains like that but yeah well, we're gonna get a classic hero uh next episode that yeah. is your teaser and i want to thank you travis once again pete i want to thank you so much i believe we both do want to thank yeah. you so much you oh, awesome. were it was so wonderful you were fantastic i knew i was like i can't wait to talk to pete again because you and i kind of maintained that titans link for a long time as oh yeah doing other things we stayed together doing some shit yeah and a lot of stuff like specifically i want to give wrestling fans out there if you could find our space city show on houston wrestling 
it was the niche of a niche of a niche of a niche show and it was one of my the most fun i've ever had podcasting and that was with mr pete schermacher thank you pete so much for joining us travis again thank you thank you everyone for listening uh, thanks to our friends out at legends clips on youtube and twitter thanks to our friends at bebo's legends podcast um pete do you want anyone to follow you on your social medias yeah sure i'm on at twitter at titan pro wrestling so hey awesome. follow him he's a good fun if you're interested if, if that deep dive into lucha wrestling you know tickled your fancy give pete a follow man he knows sure. what he's talking about For and sure. um and I will be down in Tampa for Mania Week, but I'm uh, you're not going to see me at Mania, and uh, I'm actually going to be at the beat. Uh, so there you <laughs> go. Hey, show off that new bod. Show off exactly. That new bod down I'll be I'll be I'll be drunk, dumb, and stupid for the week. So uh, and great. proud of it. So there we go. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter, and we'll talk to you next week. Adios. Uh,